Welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. Hello again. As I knock into the table and the computer and all this stuff, because I am a one-man production, my name is Nick Flanagan. The one-man gang. R.I.P. Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Let's get that right out of the way. Today's Monday, and I found out that a wrestler I like died. A wrestler I liked. I don't know if I actually like him anymore. Not that I think he's bad. It's just... I'll wrestle... No. Wrestling... Were, wrestlers were gods when I was a kid, okay? I was not raised religious. Wrestlers were gods. Deal with it. That's probably why I liked the Norse and Greece, Greece myth, mythology so much, was because wrestlers represented uh, the passions and the gods and, and a pantheon. So, Jim Neidhart died. He was really good at stroking his beard and going, <laughs> and he ruled. I don't know how he died. I don't know the circumstances. I just say respect to Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Respect to the entire Hart family. Stu Hart, maybe a bad guy. Bret Hart has had some problems. Best wishes to Bret Hart. This is not a wrestling podcast. This is a Nick podcast where I tell you about my strengths, weaknesses, my journey through life as it stands right about now. And what's up right now? I'm talking to you, if you're listening, and I appreciate that very much. Thank you for checking out this podcast. Episode 12 already, because I'm doing four a week for this season, or whatever you want to call it. Four a week, because I'm trying to bone up, get good. You know? 10,000 hours, gotta get those quick. How was your weekend? What'd you do? If you were listening to this over the weekend, how was your weekend? If you're listening to this uh, in the middle of the week, uh, don't even worry about it. The weekend's coming up. I want to know about that weekend. But your, your past weekend, what'd you get up to? Did you see some live music? Did you see a movie? Did you uh, visit with friends? Did you enjoy the sun? Were you burnt by the sun? I hope you weren't hurt by these wildfires started by some weirdo in California. Shout out to my friends who were affected by that. It's BS. Someone's starting. Everyone has gone mad. I think that's the one thing we just need to refrain from right now. It's just acts of extremity of any kind. Because we're getting up to that point. I, I found out that this current government here in Ontario is going to freeze um, an overdose prevention program across the province. And I... Oh, I am so mad. But this madness will be manifested in in uh, something positive and not some sort of furious scream beyond what I'm doing right now. But it is just infuriating. Good God. Human life. I mean, what we're really seeing are humans abiding by um, survival of the fittest. Even though mentally we have the moral ability to know that that's wrong. Think about that for a second. Well, you're drinking your Java. <laughs> I'm a comedian. I had a killer comedy set last night. <laughs> it wasn't last night. Last night I was at this wonderful ADHD accountability study that has been life-changing and is free in the city I'm in. Um, and it's 12 people with ADHD, sometimes less, reading a book by Rick Green called ADD Stole My Car Keys. Rick Green is a hilarious comic and... Mind, who became an ADHD advocate, and we, uh, I get together with this accountability group every Sunday, and 
we read from the book and talk about what resonates and the level of relating that I'm doing, I don't know if I've ever had it in my life. I mean, it's funny, you know, some of your earliest relationships are forged by those moments of relating that you have with another person. And, and those are special. Those are special relationships and bonds that are built. But when you're in a room of strangers and you create that, that's a whole other feeling. And it's better than crack, I'm assuming. Crack might be better. But, I mean, they're making very good cocaine these days, so be strong. Um, yeah, so I went to my accountability study last night. But before that, I did a matinee show with my incredibly talented friend, A.L. Sr. And uh, Kirk Newman, who's a pedal player and a band he'd put together at this club called The Transact. And I did like 20 minutes of comedy. I had such a great time. It was so much fun. Oh my gosh. And then I, and then, uh, I was taking care of these really wonderful little chihuahua dogs over uh, the weekend, Friday and Saturday, uh, while also playing Fortnite, as I do. As you do! And uh, these dogs are amazing. I can post pictures if you want. Let me know if you want to see pictures. I'll post them on the Instagram and Twitter for this. And, uh, yeah, so that was good. And then Thursday, which was the last time I recorded one of these, I mentioned I was going to see Smashing Pumpkins, and I defended Smashing Pumpkins. And I was really hoping that the show that night would, you know, prove my defending them right. Because, honestly, I saw them live in 2008, and it sucked. But that was just Billy. And I wound up... uh, Loving the damn show. I wrote a review of it for Now Magazine. If you look up Now Magazine and Smashing Pumpkins, you'll find the review. Um, it, and I'll link to it or something on, on, on the website, on, on the, the Twitter. Anyway, um, they were awesome. They were so good. It was shocking. Solo Disarm by Billy Corgan to start it. Acoustic solo guitar, disarm, James Eha talking politely, kindly, most of the time doing the stage banter. Hit after hit after hit. You really realize this band produced a lot of big stuff, primarily in their first two albums, but, you know, Gish is special as well. But Siamese Dream and Melancholy, you know, of course they packed like two or three albums into what Melancholy was, but they played a lot of that stuff and it sounded amazing. Jimmy Chamberlain sounded great. Billy's voice sounded awesome. He did not show a sign of getting tired in this three-hour show until about three quarters in at the very end, which was unfortunate because it was for songs like Adore, but those are songs where the crowd knows them well enough that you almost can do a more vocal strained version because the crowd might support your vocals and yeah i mean i was sad that darcy retsky could not be there but she could not be there and it was a triumph and a proof that uh frustrating people can produce good work and deal with it folk maybe don't support them all the time but like deal with it kanye west's album yay is so much more interesting than everything else I've heard this year. I keep coming back to it. I didn't even think I liked it the first time I heard it. I mean, there's frustrating people whose work suffers for it. That's true as well. And arguably, you know, almost inarguably, Smashing Pumpkins, due to whatever was going on with Billy Corgan, 
have not been a relevant band in terms of their new work for some time. And Kanye West has definitely made missteps. And, um, you know, Nicki Minaj, I had to review Nicki Minaj's new album this weekend as well. That review is coming up soon. It's going to be posted soon, I think. I gave it a good review, but just barely. It just, Nicki Minaj, so awesomely talented, but it's like bordering on Busta Rhymes or something. Where, you know, the records you don't really care about most of the time, it's kind of garbage in a way. Or at least it's like the good songs are ones where she's just like, quote unquote, dumbing out, just doing battle rap boasts about how great she is. And then the ones that kind of stink are these sort of romantic attempts that never really ring totally true to me. And they're kind of like flaccid, uh, which is a feeling I'm very used to. Um, Gotta unfurl. That's my mission for the next uh, month is I'm really going to try to unfurl myself. (laughs) Over, Over the next month. Don't even worry about that reference. It's a reference to my dick. Um, so, uh, yeah, Nicki Minaj, I mean, I want it to be good. And I think that P- the media P- P- saying she's got all this female competition, it's so demeaning and it's so meaningless. I hate that that line of attack because – but, you know, she also does position herself as being like, I am the one. I am the one woman. But she's also in a in a – skill level all of her own that she just happens to be, you know, the main female representing herself in like a certain top tier of rappers that I could barely name right now because I'm not that in the loop. I mean, I hear some of these female rappers being named Cupcake and stuff. I haven't even checked these people out. Talking about music. (laughs) Is that interesting? Let me know what you want to hear. I've been told by Claire emailer Claire that it's okay to get my mom to watch Better Call Saul with me and you don't have to watch Breaking Bad so I'm going to go ahead and do that we're almost done I'm dying up here not a perfect show but we're getting through it and we're going to move on to Better Call Saul I haven't watched the uh, Sasha Baron Cohen show this week yet but I plan on doing it hopefully tonight and then talking to you about it tomorrow so you can look forward to that um yeah, so, I don't know, the Nicki Minaj album, it's cool, but it did not do all that much for me, and I want things to do a lot for me, you know? I mean, that's what I like about Ye, is, like, it's just a, it's a work of some depth, some immediacy, at the very least. And I saw him on Jimmy Kimmel. I hated Twitter. Oh, man, Twitter. Can we all just quit Twitter and do something else, please? I'm so sick of this Twitter crap. Nobody, nobody even, everyone's disinterest and reflex, reflexive Twittering just because it's there is like becoming more and more palpable. And yes, I'm projecting, I'm talking about myself. Follow me at the Flans on Twitter, Nick Flan Weekly on Twitter. Um, I saw Twitter in their moments wrote, Jimmy Kimmel silences Kanye with question about Trump and he goes you know I watched the whole 21 minute appearance Kanye made on on Kimmel and 
there's issues for sure. I'm not here trying to be some apologist for, you know, who, whoever Kanye is. He is a flawed person, unlike who? We're messed. We're a messed up bunch of people. Um, and some of us have money. <laughs> and Kanye is one of them. Uh, but yeah, Kanye was sort of claimed he had a type of bipolar where he only is up. Which to me is him just saying he's up at the moment. He does not remember the feeling of being down. There's, no, I don't think there is. I haven't checked. I don't I haven't even ever read the DSM. If, if there's a version in the DSM of a bipolar that's only up. Can you inject me with that bipolar? Um, yeah. Kanye was talking to Kimmel. Kimmel was getting to the Trump question. Goes, are you... Um, you, you like him as a man, but what about his actions? You know, this is a guy who's separating children from his parents. How can you support that? And Kanye takes a second, and Kimmel goes, we'll be right back. And that was him... Stunning Kanye. Having Kanye have to give an answer, a second thought. This is like where we're at as a society, is instantaneous response. If you don't have it, it's questionable. But yeah, I mean, look. I'm not saying there's anything to like about Trump except for certain cartoonish aspects that were rendered positive during the Apprentice years. But... Um, I mean, you have to let people, I don't know. I just think this, this, this thing where well, people hate him so much is just, it's as much as a physical reaction to him as people liking him, you know, emotional reaction. That is, it's as much of an emotional reaction as people liking him so why not just separate yourself from the emotion sure the separating family thing is a great place to start to be afraid of 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 this this man yes the program started before him but he turned it into something disgusting talk about what the issues are that are pressing everything else is just chatter and it's just you killing time it's just you killing time in your day and filling it up with this political shit unless some real active stuff is happening don't fucking fret it's hard enough getting up out of bed in the morning and I'm not trying to preach inactivity I'm saying Either put your money where your mouth is or just don't fucking worry that much. And definitely don't, I don't know, stop calling him orange. Just doesn't matter. Whew! Dumbed out there for a second. I'm almost, I feel like that was like a good little party with you guys. Just some thoughts. Maybe, I mean, the Omarosa stuff, jeez. It's, it's just a nightmare. So, yeah, my mealy mouth every everywhere on an issue thing with this is, is, is what it is this Monday. And 
You can follow me at the Flans on Twitter, at Nick Flan Weekly, at Nick Flan Weekly on Instagram, Nick Flan again on Instagram. Please, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Let me know what you think. I will, if you want me to read your comment or question, I will, and I will answer it here. I really appreciate. I've gotten some listens. That's so cool. No idea how to even find out what's up with iTunes, but I mean, it looks like there are people listening, and, and that makes me really happy. So, thank you for listening. And um, yeah, uh, write weekly podcast w e a k l y podcast at gmail if you have any questions and have a nice day.